0: "'City of Ghosts, Chapter 14.' "'What do you think?' I trailed off, unsure what to say. "'A ghost hunter at the edge of my sight?' "'Jacob shudders, and I am suddenly glad she can't see him. "'I should have known,' she goes on, matter-of-factly. "'Known what?' "'That you were like me.' "'She loops her necklace back over her head, "'tucking the pendant underneath her shirt. "'I notice that the light in her chest is a warmer hue, "'rose-tinted, while mine is bluer, cooler.' "'I suppose I suspected back at the lane's end, "'but you seemed very clueless, almost like you do right now.' "'Hey,' I bristle. "'I knew that there was something weird about you, too.' "'She arches a perfect black brow. "'Really now?' "'Well, I just don't know what it was,' I explained. "'I didn't realize that there were other people who could—' "'Oh,' she says, adjusting her braid. "'You thought you were the only one who's ever cheated death? "'The only one able to move through the in-between? "'How novel.' The in-between? She gestures around us. Oh, I say the I, veil. I call it the void. The void, yeah. Laura raises her brow. That's what you call this place? Uh, it's better than in the in-between, I shot back. Laura starts to protest when we're cut off by voices, footsteps, and the nearest of new ghosts, plural, or plural, sorry, not plural, plural. Laura and I both stiffen. We shouldn't stay here, she said, turning her heel and vanishing back through the veil without a second glance. I'm about to go after her when Jacob catches my wrist. I don't like this, he hisses. I don't like her. Did you see what what she did to that guy? Because I did, cast, and she turned him into ash. I know I saw, but my head is spinning with questions. Maybe Laura has answers. I pull free of Jacob's grip and step through the veil. There's a flush of cold, and then I'm back into the solid side of things. Jacob didn't follow me through. Laura pinches the bridge of her nose. Edinburgh gives me a headache. What did you... I start. I thought the in-between looked like London was bad, but there's something about the city. Can't you feel it? Like a lead blanket. What did you do to him? I asked. Her eyes flick up. To who? The man on the steps. She crinkles her nose. He wasn't a man, she said. He was a ghost. I sent him on. Where? Where? She shrugs. "Mm, To the great unknown, the silent side, to peace and quiet. Call it what you like. I sent him to the beyond, where he's supposed to be. Supposed to be? Laura's eyes go up. Excuse me? Why did you do it? She bristles. Because it's my job. Someone hired you to ghost hunt? Of course not, she said, but it's what we do. We? Ghost hunters? I don't understand. I must have said it out loud because Laura sighed and said... Ugh, obviously. Ghosts don't stay in the in-between because they want to be there, Cassidy. They stay there because they can't move on. They're stuck, and it's up to us to set them free. Us? She frowns. What have you been doing in your veil if you're not hunting ghosts? Her eyes glance around in the camera on her neck. Oh, God, tell me you're not sightseeing. Um, my mouth opens and closes. I don't know what to say. What sightseeing? Like just looking around, exploring. Her phone chimes with a text message and she clicks it. Ugh, I have to go. Wait, I manage you can't just leave. Well, I'm already late, she says, standing in the alley. I'm supposed to meet Aunt Alice at the museum. Mum and Dad insisted Weeks Weeks oh, on weekly bouts in cultural enrichment or some such oh, she adds, the most almost an afterthought. You do know that you're being haunted, right? A boy she continues holding her hand up about this tall, scruffy blonde hair, bullseye shirt. I stiffen. No one else has ever been able to see Jacob. Yes, I say carefully, I know. Laura frowns. And you haven't done anything about it? And there's a rock in my stomach because I know what she means by that. In the job, Ghost Hunter. He's my friend. She purses her lips as if tasting something sour. Bad idea. She looks like she's about to say more, but her cell phone dings again just as she shakes her head and walks briskly towards the mouth of the, I know, mouth of the alley. You're going to get rid of my friend and then I'm going to get rid of you. I mean, um, talk to you. Wait, I say, please, you've never met anything else. Who's can, who, you, uh, you said a dozen questions thumble through my head and I must be able to see that she, and she must be able to see them because she says, I am in 1A, huh? My flood it lanes in. come by tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. She steps out on the street. Don't be late. I slump back against the wall, mind racing. This is what we do. My job to ghost hunt, to send them on. Is that what I'm, why I'm able to cross the veil? And an even more unsettling, unsettling question: does Jacob know? He, has he always known? As if on cue, Jacob reappears, rises right through the cobblestone, his arms crossed and his eyes dark. I can tell he's not happy. I try to push the questions from my head so he can't hear them, but it's like he's not even listening. Did you ever have a nice... Did you have a nice chat? He asks coldly. Don't be like that, I say. It was just curious. I didn't know what other people... Other people who crossed the veil. Did you? He scuffs... He scuffs the ground with his sneaker. No. He clearly doesn't want to talk anymore, but I can't stop the questions from bubbling up. Did you know what I was, Jacob? What I could do? He winces, but says nothing. You said that there were rules to the veil. There are. Ones that you couldn't tell me. Was that true, or did you just not want to? Jacob reddens and looks away, As and it's as good as an answer. You didn't trust me, I say, surprised at how much it hurts to put in the words. Jacob shrugs. It's not like that, Cass. Rule number six of friendships. Jacob, friends don't leave friends in the dark. He looks pained. Look, I'm sorry. I was just, he shakes his head, afraid. Of what? I ask. but before he can answer, my, my four emergencies only phone goes off in my pocket. Uh-oh, Cassidy, dad says, sounding really worried about, about when I answered. Where are you? Oh, sorry, I say quickly, I needed some air and then I got turned around. Dad, I follow Dad's instructions. Jacob on my heel, heels until we get back to the mouth of Mary King's Close. Dad appears seconds later. His hair, oh, his hair messed up, and glasses dusty. Wait, did I just skip a page? Yep. There you are. He says, "We've been looking everywhere. I called your phone four times before you answered. Apparently, there's no reception in the veil. Dad turns and calls back towards the tunnel i found her founder 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 echoes Oh, founder 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 echoes away sorry i say ducking my head i guess i got a little spooked dad pulls me in for a hug can i tell you a secret i nod and and he says this place gives me the creeps too he squeezes my shoulder but don't tell your mother he adds i've got a reputation to maintain mom shows up a few moments later the camera crew and finley now "'That was brilliant,' she says, cheeks flushed. "'Leave it up to Mom to be a good scare. "'I bet she'd love it even more if she could see the other side.' "'Dad shoots her a look and sobers, "'her grin replaced by a very parental frown, "'except for the part where you disappeared, young lady. "'That was decidedly not brilliant.' "'I mumble a half-hearted apology. "'Finley winks at me. "'Have we made a believer out of you yet?' "'Oh,' Mom says, "'Cassidy has always been a believer.' Finley's rusty eyebrows go up. Is that so? He asks with a newfound respect. Her best friend's a spirit. And just like that, she takes me from interesting to crazy. Mom, I glare at her. She throws her arm around me. Embrace your strange, dear daughter. What's the fun in being normal? Spoken like someone who doesn't see ghosts.